Hey, and welcome to Beyond Motherhood Radio. I am so honored to share this space with you. Here we'll talk all things motherhood, parenting, relationships, mindset, child development, and tapping into your purpose, all to help you live your most aligned and best life. My name is Brittany, and I am married to my high school sweetheart, a mother to four children under the age of six, a certified parenting coach, and a former elementary school teacher turned stay-at-home mom. I am on a mission to help you raise amazing humans while living your purpose and staying somewhat sane in the process. If you're ready to go beyond motherhood, let's jump in. Hello, Beyond Motherhood family. Woo! What a year it has been. We started this podcast way back in February, and we are nearing Thanksgiving now at the time of this recording. I'm so grateful that I decided to take this leap and start sharing my knowledge, my thoughts, my advice, my ideas, and my stories over the airwaves. I will admit that I don't feel the least bit professional even yet, but one thing I do know for sure is that you'll never get better at something if you don't try. And I also know that if something's on your heart, you must look deeper and take a chance on yourself. And that is exactly what I have done this year with Beyond Motherhood Radio. Some weeks gave us technical difficulties and we weren't able to put out a podcast because we ran out of minutes on the host site. Some weeks I felt like my topic really landed with you as a listener. And then other weeks I felt like I didn't produce my best quality work. And all of that is perfectly fine. In both my daily life and my parenting life, I work to reflect on these things and find areas to improve on. I cannot wait to bring you more topics, continue to share my stories from inside our own walls, give you my best practices, and dive deeper as we enter into 2024. I also want to bring on more guests, more personal growth ideas, and just more, 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 more goodness. Maybe even a sponsorship or two. Who knows what this new year will bring. With that being said, Beyond Motherhood Radio will be taking a short break from Thanksgiving until the new year. We will be back with fresh episodes on the first Tuesday of 2024. Until then, I have picked some of my favorite and your favorite two episodes to pull out of the vault. Some of these might date back to when the audio quality wasn't stellar or my voice still cracked a little bit, but either way, the content is where it's at. So if this is your first listen, or maybe you've listened to this particular episode seven times, I hope you still find value. And if you do, you know I'd love to hear what resonates with you. Enjoy the next few weeks of vaulted episodes, and I cannot wait to see you in the new year. Stay safe and take care. Hello, and welcome to the latest episode of Beyond Motherhood Radio. I am your host, Brittany LaJoy, and it is an honor to be here with you in this space. I know a majority of my listeners are probably super busy parents, so I wanted to introduce you today to a style of episodes I'm going to be incorporating that I think will be really helpful for you. So some of my episodes are going to be longer with some education components, maybe some brain science some fun things like that. Also going to be incorporating some interviews and others are just going to be quick tips. So I'm going to be calling these quick tip Tuesdays and the goal of this style of episode is to workshop a common struggle and give you some ideas to help you navigate, ideally, with some success. So with that being said, if you have a situation that you would like a quick tip Tuesday, that's a mouthful, episode about, feel free to share with me in my DMs on Instagram at Brittany underscore LaJoy. I just love to hear what others need more conversation around. So often, we just want to fix what's happening 
in the moment, we want to solve the problem right away and move on. But if you've tried to rush your child through a tantrum, you probably know that it just doesn't work. Why? Because one of the most significant needs of a child is security. That is, they are needing safety, they need trust, and they need connection. And this is especially important in times of dysregulation. So today's episode is going to be just a quick tip episode for those busy moments where you need something tangible. So let's just jump right in. Today, I want to talk about your child's feelings. There are two things that we need to do when our child is experiencing big feelings. We need to validate, not eliminate. So just like adults, all children want is to be heard, validated, and appreciated, and have that security and connection. Have you ever gone to your husband or a significant other and just with a story that you just could not wait to share? And he stares at you blankly and might mutter something like, oh, cool. (sighs) Something along the lines of, that sounds amazing. I'm so happy for you. That would have felt much better in your body, right? And that's the same with children. When they come to us with tears of sadness, with fear, frustration, it can be easy for us as adults to just brush it off because we know it's not going to matter in even one minute. But for them, it's all consuming. So today I want to help to save you some time of struggle because ideally what our goal is, is to make time to save time. So if you are anything like me, you're in the midst of toddlerhood. Those times are so hard because everything that your child is doing, again, it's for us seems so insignificant. For them, it just needs to be validated and then they can move on. So when you're in the moments, when your child is in the moments of struggle, I'm going to encourage you to make the time with them to build connection. And I'm going to share how to do that now. To save the time when they're becoming more kid-like, maybe five years old, six years old, even tweens, right? Because when we're making the time now, we're saving the time later, they're going to be able to self-regulate themselves once we've taught them how and once we've given them the space to do that. So we're going to be listening, holding space, physically hold, validate, and then we can move on. So let me give you a scenario here, one that's probably common for you, very common for me. Your child does not want to get into the car to go. They want to continue to play with whatever they're playing with. Let's use cars, for example. You're rush, rush, rushing. The rest of your children, if you are a parent of multiples, are ready to go. They might even be in the car ready for you, or they might be getting their shoes on and they are just on target. Everything's clicking. But then you have that one child who does not want to get into the car, does not want to move on with their morning. And your nervous system is going into overdrive. Your blood pressure is probably getting higher. You're feeling rushed. You're feeling out of control. You might yell. You might do things that normally if your nervous system was calm, if your child was going with the flow, making the choices that you would hope that they would make, that would not be happening. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to listen. Literally, we're going to just hear what they are saying. And we're going to practice active listening here. So that means getting down to their level and just being and being an active listener in their conversation. If your child cannot talk, we are just going to be listening to their tears. We're going to be listening to what they are feeling. Hopefully, they'll be able to express some sort of feeling. If they're crying, we know they're sad. But ideally, they'll say, I am frustrated. I don't want to go. 
I want to play more. All it is is listening. Then we're going to hold space. We're going to get down to their level again if we're not already down there from listening. And we're going to hold that space. We're going to be there. We're just going to be. We're not going to talk. We don't need to rush them. Ideally, we're not going to get our nervous system to overtake theirs. They're going to feel what we're feeling. We need to stay super calm in these moments so that their body can re-regulate. And they can kind of share some of our calm. The next step is we're going to physically hold if the time is appropriate. If your child is a seeker of of physical touch, this would be a time to give them a hug, rub their back, touch their head, hold their hand, or maybe apply some pressure to their body. For some kids, the pressure really helps to regulate a child's nervous system. The next step we're going to do is validate. So it might sound something like this. Hmm, hear that you don't want to get into the car right now. I get that. Sometimes... I get frustrated too when I don't feel like I have enough time to do things before I have to be somewhere. You want to know something cool? Your cars will be right here when we get back. Did you want to take a car with you so that you can remember that you wanted to play with them when we get home? Yeah? Cool. Which color do you want? Blue or green? Green? Great. Grab it. Let's go. And then we can move on. The tantrum is over in this instance, but it might not be complete. So if your child tends to harbor things and has big emotions that carry on to other parts of your day, this is super, super common. So if this is your case, it's normal. Be sure to circle back around and talk about it later on. It might sound something like this. Hey, remember you had a really hard time leaving your cars this morning when it's time to bring the other kids to school? Yeah? How did that feel in your body when you were so upset? Not good. Yeah. Hmm. Next time... I'll give you more warning when it's time to pack up. So I might say, okay, it's time to pack up in five minutes. And I'll ask you to say that back to me. You don't have to, but I'll just remind you. Five minutes. Would that help you? Great. Remember, my job as a parent, as your mom, is to help you. And we're a team, so we can do this together. We're both learning. So because when a little person hears and feels that you're in the trenches with them and that you care, the problem becomes so much smaller and manageable for their little brains. Here are some other phrases that you might use that can help during times of uncertainty with a struggling child. Instead of, you're fine, try this. I'm here. Instead of, you're not hurt, try this. Mm, Sounds like that hurts you. Can you show me where? Instead of, it just scared you, try this. It's okay to feel scared. Do you want to try it again? Instead of just give it back, try this. I'm hearing you say that you didn't like that when your sister took it away. Did I hear that right? Instead of because I said so, try this. That's what's been decided at this time. Instead of stop crying, try this. I can tell by your tears that your brother made you upset. Is that right? Instead of turn off the tablet now, try this. Hey, it's time to switch gears. You may dance and I'll turn on the music or you can color. It's your choice. Remember, your children want to feel like they're in control too. And we can help them get there. A little patience, a little guidance, and a little language switch, and a whole lot of love. I hope you found this episode helpful. Again, if you have a topic you would like to workshop, feel free to send me a DM and we can chat about it there. And I can also add it to my list of topics for our next Quick Tip Tuesday episode. Have a beautiful day. 
Hey, thanks for tuning in today. I hope you love this episode. And if you did, would you please share it with another mom friend? We cannot support each other enough these days. And perhaps sharing this podcast will bring some light to someone else in your life. Feel free to leave a rating and a review so we can continue to have these important parenting conversations together. With that, I'll see you next time. Take care.